So we just listened to the radio play story written originally by Luke Shelley and adapted for the radio by myself, Craig Busek, Shelley Snyder, Michael Kennedy, all three of which are in the studio with me. Guys, how are you? Very good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Pretty good. Thanks, Craig. Very good. Thank you very much. Luke, I want to start with you. Obviously, the story was adapted from the short film that you worked on four years ago. How did you originally come up with the idea of story? What was your inspiration behind it? Well, it was my first real... Um, directorial film that I'd ever done in terms of a short film and I'd experimented with directing before but this is the real first time I wanted to really explore a real character driven piece Mm -hmm. Um, so that was my real intention and also um, I'm a big fan of sort of dark comedy and kind of looking at the darker things in life and putting a humorous spin on them so that was was another thing that I really wanted to include in this short Um, and um, probably part of the real inspiration was probably the film Swimming with Sharks um, which I saw around the time when I was kind of thinking this idea up and it was about basically a boss from hell um, and it really really got to me because I thought it was was hilarious and I thought that that's a real interesting dynamic to sort of experiment with that kind of boss from hell Um, and on the other hand as well I was always interested in the um, American and and English divide in terms of like language and you know how things are sort of translated and the differences and how similar they similar they are but how different they are at the same time. So these are all kind of in a big mixing pot of ideas and along with like a one location simple setup, it kind of was formed from all of those things together. Nice. Well, yeah, I think we can all relate to the uh, the horrible boss. I know, I know, I've certainly dealt with my yeah a few of my own in the past. Uh, Nigel Barber, who plays Brad Sterling as you may or may not want us to bring up, was relatively based on Kevin Spacey. Uh, there's a line in, in the play where he talks about being so fucking so, which I think he, he captures that Spacey persona kind of perfectly. It fits in well uh, to our next po- my next question, which is uh, to you, Shelley. When you were brought in, one of the things I really wanted to highlight was getting a non-male perspective on the script and kind of getting something that myself and Michael and Luke couldn't necessarily bring to the story. How do you feel that story this might get confusing how do you feel that uh story fits into kind of the contemporary political climate in which we are in as as filmmakers as storytellers as radio playmakers theater makers etc uh i mean currently it's it's very relevant however every month that we get further away from the me too campaign uh, and you're not seeing it regularly covered on the news uh, it's it becomes less relevant. And so to continue to make things to remind people, hey, this message is still out there. Mm. This is still going on. It doesn't go away just because the media stops covering it the same way that like the water in Flint, Michigan is still poisoned and yeah. no one seems to care about that anymore. So we as filmmakers and creators, <laughs> I know the guys behind me are like shrugging and yeah. this is a big <laughs> issue in the States, but of course the UK has its own problems. Um, <laughs> So we as producers and creators, if we want to continue to tell a story and continue to send a message out, we have to keep making things and keep putting it out in the world. Yeah, it's it's one of the things I was thinking about as we were traveling, as I was traveling here today was bringing up this question and kind of asking you that and being like, the thought process I had was, oh, this is a point that's been made. This is a story which has been told. We're kind of piggybacking on the back of other stories, other plays, other this, other that, which have mm-hmm. dealt with it as an issue. And then immediately I thought, yes, Again, as you pointed out, if you stop telling, if you stop making the point, it will be long forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, certainly, certainly agree with you on that point. And uh, not comparing this to 
a major religion, but I'm going to tell. Please do. I'm going to use the simile. It's like there are hundreds upon hundreds of religious myths and stories that nobody tells anymore because nobody follows that religion anymore. Mm. Um, If people stopped telling the story of the Bible or the story of the Quran or the story of the Torah, like then no one would care about them anymore except for historians. So if we don't keep telling the story yeah. of sexual bias in the workplace, people will stop caring about it and we'll stop talking about it. And then it. it will become a moment in time as opposed to something which needs to be radically changed. That segues nicely into uh, Michael. You helped with the editing process of this script and I believe the original film that you worked on mm-hmm. uh, back in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. How did it feel revisiting a character from four years ago and developing him and... Seeing his change from what he was, which, if in my own words, is kind of the hapless worker who is put upon by his boss to now a not very nice character. There's a moment in it when my character laughs along with Sterling, who's just been yelling at him for so long. And he's so slimy that he's willing to laugh at a um, a, a joke to insult all women in front of someone who's been helping him out for how many two years or so since Joan's been there. The fact he's willing to do that means he is just so, oh, so low down. Only hearing it then did it all come into place. Doing the script, I was expecting it to be almost exactly like the original one, Mm. which was just a man getting yelled at for really a silly reason, but because the situation is just too over the top, Oh gosh, yeah, just Talk just about how hard you fought. Oh god, yeah, process. just it was during it, and it was during the script making process that mm. the character was turning because it was only during the writing the character was turning from a guy just getting yelled at to becoming a really horrible character. It's a really big change, mm. and I think if I think if I was committed to it going in, knowing that I want to go down the road with this guy being the worst. Mm. I, I wouldn't have thought so hard to try and turn him into a, like a nicer guy because I think throughout, and maybe not realizing at the time, I was trying to say, "Oh, can we change this line to perhaps something a bit nicer, perhaps?" Or um, maybe he doesn't need to say those words to her, or he doesn't need to be so disrespectful. Like Shelley said, it's a really important message and something that I've been experimenting with across a lot of my other work and most recent work, and it kind of shows the development and and the message that is. Although, as Shelley put, like people are starting to forget it. Filmmakers and 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 creators and actors are still pushing that message forward from a from a lower down perspective. Mm. We're not we're not the big bosses. We're not the high ups. We're the people who are going to enforce the change. And um, this is a good step forward in terms of turning something that was a kind of a light hearted affair and kind of giving it a bit more of a you know a, you know a realistic spin on it and a message that people really should you know sort of take note to, take note to because maybe you know not realizing some of the things that we say or react to um that may affect other people and i think this is a perfect opportunity for people to hear hear it from a you know an outsider's mm. perspective and actually hear all the voices you know and not actually beca- like get absolved in the actual um conversation themselves mm. um so i think from the from where we we last saw like saw these characters in the short and where we where these the characters are now including the new character I think it is a vast improvement. I think it's a, a beefier, a beefier tale, and and I also really enjoy the dialogue. I think it's got more more to it. And yeah, I'm really I'm really pleased with you guys. It sounds really cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, because there were definitely points where we were going back and forth about wording. And there were some points where, like, the original script, you guys desperately wanted to stick with it. And I had to come in and be like, a girl wouldn't say that. A woman wouldn't say that. A man wouldn't say that to a woman in the workplace. Which is extremely helpful for the next scripts that come along now. We can look at them in a different way and get a better perspective. And for me, it was really just nice to see like how this story can blossom. I didn't have too much creativity input in the actual the new script, but I was really excited to hear what you guys would you know come up with and and how you would change it in a way that would be different and exciting. So overall, I think I'm I'm filled with how it's turned out for you guys, and I think it's I think it's going to be a real hard hitter with people who you know listen to it and tune in and listen to it. So yeah, very exciting. Well, no, guys, I had an absolute blast making this. It was fun having you in the, in the recording studio. It's great having you here today. Thank you for talking me through your thoughts and feelings behind everything. Luke Shelley, Shelley Snyder, Michael Kennedy, any final words? If I knew how much of a bastard my character would have been, would have definitely kept going with it because I was fighting a lot against it, just trying to... Well, if only you had known about the cocaine habit. That would Yeah, that would have been enough to... Um, or I should, say, I should say that nicer. If only you had really leaned into the cocaine well, habit. <laughs> yeah, I mean that I'll, would have been enough to re- to really get an idea of like just how slimy and just nasty he is. So I'll say I'll say this from uh, from the editing point of view, from and from a writing point of view, and from just an audience point of view. I'm so glad you didn't know any of that because if you had leaned into it. You would have become potentially a caricature. You would have been doing it all the time. You'd have been in the recording studio, wiping your nose on this and that. And again, it wouldn't have made the point. People, people in the office workspace, don't realise that they're saying things that can be construed in certain ways. Your character didn't realise he was saying things that could be construed in certain ways. You not leaning into it is 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 personifying exactly what millions of people experience every day, where they just don't realise. And I'm not justifying it, but they just don't realise what they're saying or doing is actually the worst thing that they could say or do. Guys, I think we should end it there. Thank you very much <laughs> for coming in. Pleasure to see you as always. Have a good evening. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye.